This is an audio version of a printed Scottish Government document, National Care Service Forum, 2022 Summary Report, Marketing Code, PPDAS 11896421122 Scottish Government, Realtis Nihalapa, November 2022 National Care Service Forum 2022 Summary Report This document contains the following information. Reflections from Ministers Introduction Summary of Discussions How we communicate and listen to people Potential risks or unintended consequences Gaps in the consultation event feedback and reflections. Looking ahead to the NCS Forum 2023, next steps and conclusions. Reflections from Ministers, Humza Yousaf, Cabinet Secretary for Health and Social Care. I really enjoyed hearing from so many people who attended the first National Care Service Forum both in person and online. The range and diversity of input reflected so well the breadth and scale of the work ahead. The feedback captured on the day is contained within this report and will be used to build our evidence base and support future discussions. For us, the real work starts now. The scale of the challenge and the opportunity that the NCS will bring cannot be underestimated and we need to do that together. I hope people across Scotland continue to contribute to future discussions about the National Care Service. I know we all share the real desire to ensure we have a community health and social care system that best fits the needs of people across Scotland for the future. Kevin Stewart, Minister for Mental Health and Social Care From the day I took up my role as Minister for Mental Wellbeing and Social Care, I have been clear that the loudest voice on the future of social care support should come from those with lived and living experience. That's why I was so delighted to host the first National Care Service, NCS Forum. On the stage and around tables and in passing conversations, we heard from so many people with lived and living experience about the development of the NCS. My experience at the NCS Forum reinforced my commitment to ensuring that we continue to listen to and amplify those voices throughout the design stages of NCS. Scotland's community health and social care system has seen significant incremental change over the past 20 years. Despite this, people with experience of accessing and delivering care support have been clear that there remain some significant issues. Through the National Care Service, we need to grasp the opportunity to deliver public service improvement together in order to drive up standards to a consistent level for people across the country. 
I will continue to listen to the voices of people who access and deliver social care support as we go on this journey. Together, we must build a system that is sustainable, future-proofed and ready to respond to the needs of our changing population. Angela Constance, Minister for Drugs Policy It was a huge privilege to attend the first National Care Service Forum and to share the platform across the day with people who so honestly and openly shared their experiences. Everyone in Scotland will be touched by the services that will be offered through a National Care Service at some point in their lives. That is why we must get it right for everyone. We must see this as an opportunity to include people across society in a conversation about their needs and the outcomes they want. I was inspired by what I heard from people on the day about their experiences and ideas for the future. We need to continue to hear from voices across Scotland so we can learn from those with experience as we develop an organisation that works for everyone. Together we can build a national care service that meets the needs of everyone in Scotland, for individuals, for families and for the Scotland of the future. And I am very much looking forward to carrying on this work. Introduction The first National Care Service Forum was held in Perth on 3rd October 2022 and was chaired by Anne-Marie Monaghan, Board Director of the Independent Living Fund. It was attended by around 600 people, 300 in person, with the same number joining online. The event was the first of what will be an annual opportunity to reflect on the development of the NCS and the national co-design process. Attendees included people with lived experience, stakeholders, workforce and those with a general interest in social care, social work and community health care. Attendees heard from disability activist Kiana Kalantor-Homozi, the Minister for Mental Wellbeing and Social Care, Kevin Stewart, MSP, and the Minister for Drugs Policy, Angela Constance, MSP. Following roundtable discussions, there was a panel discussion including Linda Riley, member of the People-Led Policy Panel, Toyin Adenugba Okpaj, social worker, Mary Alexander, Deputy Regional Secretary of UNITE in Scotland, and Humza Youssef, MSP, Cabinet Secretary for Health and Social Care, who then closed the event with his reflections on the day. The main part of the day was taken up with two discussion sessions, where in-person attendees took part in facilitated round-table discussions in the cabaret-style auditorium. Those attending remotely via the webinar were able to contribute through Slido and the webinar chat. During the morning discussions, we asked attendees what they want the NCS to deliver, what they see as possible risks or unintended consequences, how we can make sure we're listening to people and telling people what they need to know. In the afternoon discussion, 
attendees were asked to consider a list of the things people said they wanted from the NCS through the consultation and provide comments on possible additions. The things people had said they wanted are a system that is genuinely accountable to people, that promotes best value across care and support by driving up quality, that embeds a human rights-based approach, that recognises the breadth of value in the workforce, that develops preventative strategies and avoiding crisis interventions, that smooths artificial transitions, that builds strong and resilient communities, that supports localism and partnership. This report provides a summary of the contributions from the table discussions, the webinar and from Slido. There was a lot of overlap between discussions, so this report is organised around themes rather than the discussion questions outlined above. Those themes are vision for the NCS, how we communicate and listen to people, potential risks or unintended consequences, gaps in the consultation. Summary of discussions. Vision for the National Care Service. There was widespread support from attendees for a National Care Service. There was general agreement that a National Care Service should deliver a consistent service for everyone across Scotland while allowing for variations to meet the needs of people locally. Human rights and independent living. There was widespread agreement that human rights should be at the heart of the NCS. This chimes with the Scottish Government's vision of continuing to develop a forward-thinking, inclusive Scotland. Feedback highlighted that this should involve listening to people and enabling people to live the best quality lives possible, as determined by them. This could result in independent living becoming a reality for more people. The new system should be one from which bureaucracy is removed. It should be more agile and responsive rather than reactive, leading to more efficient decision-making. Partnerships and collaboration. Building on the work of the integration joint boards, attendees wanted to see the NCS deliver joined-up services and strong partnerships that work for everyone and are consistent across Scotland. This should be supported by information sharing, where workforce and care providers are equally represented, suitably trained and fully supported. The NCS provides an opportunity for better collaboration between social care services, social care services and the NHS, and for linking up with education, housing, prisons and other services. Integrated Health and Social Care Record The NCS and NHS should be two strong pillars of support working together. An integrated health and social care record would mean that people would not have to retell their stories to different parts of the system and would give them confidence that they have been seen, heard and are known to those who are looking after them. Early Intervention 
the NCS should focus on early interventions, which are more effective and less costly than crisis interventions. This should include support for tackling loneliness, including befriending individuals. However, lifelong care needs, funding and resource for conditions that are not preventable also need to be taken into account. Eligibility and assessments Some attendees suggested that removing eligibility criteria would support a more preventative approach. Any eligibility criteria should be regulated, transparent and consistent across Scotland. Attendees agreed this should also be extended to care at home assessments with a formalised system put in place. Workforce development and training. There were calls for national level career development and training for the social care workforce. Attendees wanted careers in social care to be seen as desirable and structured. It was suggested that engaging young people in schools and highlighting social care as an appealing career option might be a helpful way to bring more talent into the sector. There were also calls to recognise the value of specialist skills in areas such as dementia and autism. The role of unpaid carers should also be fully recognised and valued and more support and respite should be available. Current recruitment and staffing issues would need to be tackled and it was recognised that these are often the cause of the current tendency towards crisis intervention. Funding Attendees agreed that ensuring the NCS is properly funded is essential and wanted more information about financing and budget for the NCS. There was consensus that NCS finance systems will need to be flexible and agile in order to achieve individualised and personalised care. There were calls for responsive commissioning and procurement in every local authority, which should be transparent, accountable and coordinated with strategic working at national level to identify solutions. Funding should not be linked to population size or driven by budget management, but instead be driven by people and need. Attendees agreed that long-term investment to the NCS is needed, stressing that funding should not be year-to-year, but that longer-term financial security should be delivered where possible. How we communicate and listen to people Communication There is a need for the Scottish Government to be accessible and inclusive in how it engages with people, understands their expectations and seeks feedback in a way that's suited to the individual. Attendees suggested that the people with the greatest understanding of the support people required are often those with the quietest voice. Attendees discussed the need for a clear and coordinated approach to communications, recognising that people have varied preferences and accessibility needs. There were also discussions on the importance of regular feedback and engagement in simple, straightforward language. Co-design 
When thinking about co-design, several attendees flagged that measures should be taken to address the power imbalance when national and local government co-design with people with lived experience. There was a recognition that some people need support in order to design services for themselves and that seldom heard or quiet voices need to be included. Language is important when we are talking about working in partnership with people with lived experience. Co-design and co-production are often used interchangeably and there has been some confusion expressed about these differences. Co-design and other ways of involving people using services in the design of services mean that the planning of services is done jointly, but this doesn't always lead to involving people using services, families and communities in the delivery of the service, i.e. actually making it happen. It is vital to be clear with people about the difference between co-design and co-production and to set and manage their expectations appropriately. Creating Communities Attendees suggested a way to address co-design might be through creating communities of common interest so that people with lived experience can support and learn from each other. There was a suggestion that meetings with people with lived experience in their own communities would enable better access to those quiet voices who are not able to input through events such as the forum. There was widespread agreement on the importance of hearing the experience and expertise of people with lived experience of receiving and delivering social care support as part of the process to inform the design of services. Potential risks or unintended consequences Managing expectations while there was widespread agreement about the priorities identified in the consultation, people felt that the NCS should work in stages to ensure the organisation was rolled out effectively and in a way that ensures we can retain trust and confidence. Some attendees felt that negative media reporting and articles circulated had contributed to an atmosphere of mistrust in the proposed new system, along with a fear of change. They felt that this was stopping some people from engaging with the principals, although some of these concerns were alleviated by attending the forum. Accessible communication and inclusivity Attendees commented that it was crucial the human rights approach was properly implemented. Others commented that the co-design aspects need careful considering to ensure the bill does not develop in a top-down way. Some concerns were expressed around the availability of funding and the limited time available to co-design the NCS with people. Some people highlighted the importance of ensuring all voices, including, for example, those of homeless people and prisoners, were properly represented in order to ensure the NCS was fully inclusive. It was suggested that, to combat the risk of poor communication, 
accessible communication should be enshrined in legislation. Impact on current work slash need slash transitions. There was acknowledgement that the NCS programme had to ensure they had a good grip of current on-the-ground issues alongside considering structural changes to ensure the gap between health and social care doesn't widen. Attendees highlighted that careful consideration needs to be given to the transition of services. It was noted that not including children's services in the NCS from the start could create a harmful divergence between children's and adult services. Potential risks were also flagged around the challenge of sharing data efficiently and effectively between agencies. Funding It was not clear to some attendees how current resource issues within the health and social care sector would improve under the NCS. Much work and funding would be required to ensure everyone in the workforce feels valued and properly rewarded for the work they do and have the training they need to deliver for service users. Clarity was needed on employment security, career progression and pensions. Some people felt that transferring staff to the NCS might worsen the existing recruitment gaps. Timing. Some attendees questioned whether the timing of the NCS posed a risk at a time when staff, stakeholders and those with lived experience are already exhausted following the pandemic. Linked to this was a risk of consultation fatigue. Many organisations do not have capacity to engage fully due to workload pressures and people with lived experience may not have capacity due to other external factors, such as the increasing cost of living. Variations in terms and conditions. Some people felt that there is a missed opportunity in not nationalising social care through the NCS and were concerned that maintaining a system with private and third-party providers would mean that addressing things like terms and conditions would be difficult. This was linked to a concern about a postcode lottery for staff, with pay varying between different areas, and that this would only be prevented by standardisation similar to the NHS. More clarity was needed around how employers are to evidence that they are a fair work employer. Local flexibility There was some uncertainty about whether the NCS would end the current postcode lottery, given that local differences in service delivery would continue. Concerns were also raised about the loss of local decision-making and tailored local solutions that reflect individual circumstances. Ensuring preventative support Another theme which emerged from discussions was around the need for the NCS to pivot more towards a preventative approach. This would mean sufficient support might be available for non-urgent cases, resulting in reduced spending at crisis stages. Gaps in the consultation, monitoring 
many attendees felt consistent and collaborative commissioning needs extended to both the private and public sector. There needs to be clear expectations around timescales, such as in A&E, where there are service level agreements in place. A question was raised on how we will demonstrate that NCS milestones have been achieved. How can people map progress and see change happening? Some gaps also identified around allocating resources. What do people need to reach their full potential and live the life they want to live? Prevention. The theme of rehabilitative, preventative approach was raised repeatedly. There was a focus around the need for a cultural change in this area. People suggested that service users should have regular opportunities to check in, rather than only raising things when they reach crisis stages. It was suggested that a useful piece of research would be to look into the potential savings from applying more resources in the present rather than further down the line, to evidence long-term savings and favour early interventions lifelong and ongoing need. On a similar theme, attendees suggested that resources for low-risk patients are currently lacking and that at the same time as developing a more preventative approach, we must make sure that those who need ongoing support are not excluded or disadvantaged. To achieve this, there was some support for children's and justice services being included in the NCS from the start and to consider including services such as audiology. Local government scrutiny. The need was identified for more clarity around democratic scrutiny and the role of local government, funding and eligibility criteria which services are to be included within the NCS and around routes to redress. A no-wrong-door policy was discussed when accessing social care and making complaints. Improving quality. People also wanted more clarity when talking about best value, with concerns that it alludes to the cheapest options. People should have the right to help determine what good looks like to them. Clear principles and governance is needed to understand where the balance between cost and quality sits. It was suggested that best value could be rephrased as improving quality above costs. Language Attendees also discussed the stigma around the word care itself and suggested more exploration of alternative terminology is needed. Trauma-informed. Some attendees highlighted the importance of trauma-informed practice as part of the human rights-based approach and that everyone in the NCS should have basic trauma training. This should be explicitly referenced. Event feedback and reflections. What went well? A strong programme with representation from a variety of sectors and people with lived experience. 
a range of facilitators across the discussion groups, including Social Covenant Steering Group members, ensured that people with lived experience were prioritised in roundtable discussions. Mixed discussion groups meant that people heard a range of perspectives which led to thought-provoking conversations. People appreciated the space to input into discussions and several reported feeling heard in a way they hadn't expected or previously experienced. Speeches were described as powerful, compelling and demonstrated good understanding of the issues. The inclusion of people with lived experience, including a workforce representative in the panel discussion, was welcomed. A good mix of attendees and a positive atmosphere in the venue, people were genuinely engaged. The event was relatively accessible to a wide range of people. Many attendees appreciated the efforts made on accessibility. Positive comments received on comfort breaks, refreshments, directions and overall good organisation. What issues were highlighted? Technical. Some people didn't receive the agenda ahead of the event due to individual email address issues. The online experience could be a more interactive experience and it would be helpful for participants to know in advance how this would work. Administrative. More time for the panel discussion would be welcomed. Some of the accommodation that was booked for attendees was not as accessible as claimed by providers. Looking ahead to the NCS Forum 2023. We will consider all feedback from the event and as we look ahead to the next forum and working with members of the Social Covenant Steering Group, we will focus on improving the event in the following areas. Pre-event. The SG will publish the programme on our SG website well in advance of the event and in various formats, as well as on our social media channels and share with stakeholders. The SG will also email the programme to everyone who has registered to take part and advise participants to double-check the email they provided when registering to ensure they receive this in advance. The SG will encourage pre-forum questions during a dedicated period of time in the week prior to the event via accessible channels. Digital and hybrid accessibility we recognise the importance of including digital-slash-hybrid options to allow everyone who wishes to take part. We are investigating other platforms that will provide a smoother online experience subject to resource so that online participants can take part in group discussions. We will explore the possibility of holding facilitated breakout groups for online attendees and including their feedback in real time alongside that of in-person participants. We will also consider more creative and inclusive ways for all participants to feedback, 
for example, the inclusion of both a virtual and real-life comments wall, so that any issues, technical or otherwise, can be dealt with quickly to improve the experiences of the forum for everyone. Access to Ministers Some participants of the forum noted that they would have liked more time to hear from the panel on their views on issues raised within the group discussions, in particular the ministers. They also expressed the importance of having contact with Scottish Government ministers and officials and felt the forum was an ideal opportunity to realise this ambition, either in person or online. In future forums, we will give further thought to the optimum amount of time for the panel section of the programme, in addition to ministers taking part in table discussions. A Q&A with ministers only and whether this should be part of the next forum programme or a separate event at another time of the year. Barriers to attendance and location of event. Participants were keen to see events similar to the forum happening on a smaller scale, on a more local level, throughout the year to complement the National Care Service Forum Annual Event. Perth Concert Hall proved to be accessible in many ways for participants, but for some it was too far to travel and they were unable to attend in person. We will work with our stakeholder groups and people with lived experience to identify suitable venues for events in different geographical areas across Scotland, including linking in with existing stakeholder events to provide a variety of opportunities to hear people's views on the National Care Service. Where possible, we will book train tickets for participants in advance so they are not financially excluded from participating and we will again book and prepay for suitable accommodation close to the venue for individuals with lived experience and their personal assistance where required. We will work with local stakeholders to identify opportunities to engage with local people, in particular seldom heard groups, to develop useful and accessible ways of reporting progress and listening to hopes and concerns for the National Care Service. We will also consider hosting online webinars out with the business day for those who are unable to access or attend events during that time. We will continue to look for ways to make the event as accessible as possible. Next Steps the views shared by participants at the forum sessions will be fed into the relevant policy and co-design teams to inform future policy development of the National Care Service. To ensure that the NCS Forum 2023 is as well received as the NCS Forum 2022, we have already started to consider planning for next year's event, taking on board the valuable feedback received from both online and in-person attendees. Delivering Collaborative Working The forum followed the introduction of two separate but related panels, the Lived Experience Experts Panel and the Stakeholder Register. 
which will become instrumental in our continued co-design work. These were both referenced by ministers during the day, and there was an information desk set up in the foyer at the forum for those looking to sign up. The Lived Experience Expert Panel, LEEP, now has more than 350 individuals with lived experience registered on it, and the Stakeholder Register has more than 150 representative organisations, with more signing up every day. These panels will remain open for those wishing to register in the future. A series of online welcome sessions are being provided in late 2022 to start to build relationships and create the conditions for successful partnership with participants from both of these panels to help people learn about what co-design means and what to expect when taking part in different co-design activities, for example, research or workshops. These will be short, facilitated sessions with breakouts for group work. These sessions connect to a broader agenda around developing the NCS Design School, which aims to support and prepare people to work together in a co-design approach. The NCS Design School will offer wraparound support and training sessions, including design awareness and principles, and a range of other training and workshops that responds to people's needs. We also hope that people with lived experience and stakeholders will take the lead on delivering some sessions. Everyone who takes part will also have access to counselling support. The Social Covenant Steering Group, SCSG, has a key role in advising on accessible engagement across the NCS programme. Because it is so important that the design school is led and guided by people with lived experience, we have an agreement in place to work with them as we develop and quality assure this work. As part of the registration process, participants were asked to register an interest in one or more of five initial design themes. These were information sharing to improve care support, keeping care support local, realising rights and responsibilities, making sure your voice is heard, complaints and redress, valuing the workforce. Following the welcome sessions, participants will have the opportunity to engage with Scottish Government policy teams in relation to co-design activities linked to each of the design themes. Over time, more themes will be added and the breadth of the panels will allow us to ensure there is a broad range of participation across all co-design work. Conclusions the National Care Service team are promoting transparency across the programme. If you are interested in regular updates, we would encourage you to follow our Twitter at scottgovncs, blog, blogs.gov.scot. Scottish Government, Realtis de Halapa, Copyright, Crown Copyright 2022, OGL. 
This publication is licensed under the terms of the Open Government Licence version 3.0, except where otherwise stated. To view this licence, visit nationalarchives.gov.uk forward slash doc forward slash open hyphen government hyphen license forward slash version forward slash three three is shown in the numerical format or write to the information policy team the national archives q london tw9 4du or email psi at nationalarchives.gsi.gov.uk Where we have identified any third-party copyright information, you will need to obtain permission from the copyright holders concerned. This publication is available at www.gov.scot. Any inquiries regarding this publication should be sent to us at the Scottish Government, St Andrew's House, Edinburgh, EH1 3DG, ISBN 978-1-80525-226-9, web only. Published by the Scottish Government, November 2022. Produced for the Scottish Government by APS Group Scotland, 21 Tennant Street, Edinburgh, EH6 5NA, www.gov.scot. End of recording.